Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Learning to Fly podcast. Today is another LTF Summer Reading Challenge episode. So we are joined by Skylar Pally and Brenna from Rose Colored Books, um, both locals to me, which is awesome, and friends to each other, which is even better. Um, and Skylar is here to talk about her self-published books, both of them, and lots of other goodness. So good morning. How are you guys? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing pretty well, Brenna? Also doing great. All righty. So, um, Brenna did a fabulous thing on her Instagram stories and asked for questions for the author. Um, We haven't gotten a lot of these, so I want to make sure we give it time and light. Can we kick off with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, the question that we have from you asks, not from you, for you asks, what is your ratio of research to actual writing? Ooh, that is a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I spend a lot of my time doing like mood boards on Pinterest and making playlists. Um, So I find that I get very sidetracked when I'm writing. Um, Runa has done write-ins with me and I don't get a lot of writing done during that time. I find that during like the write-ins I'll usually do research and then like you know in the middle of the night I'll end up writing you know a couple chapters so it's probably like half and half honestly um yeah I get very sidetracked pretty easily I I (laughs) think that is a great question also that reminds me that we need to plug nano um camp nano specifically because I think all three of us have participated in it at some point Mm mm-hmm Okay, um, so Camp Nanoramo is July. July is now, and writing is a thing. And you get to create your own goals. You get to create your own goals. I get to do the things that make you happy and write those words. So join Camp Nanoramo, and if you want, you also get to join write-ins on the Sincerely Blue Jay Discord or the Vegas Rivals Discord if you're a local. And even if you're not, they love you. You're welcome. Um, so come write post writing (laughs) um that actually leads me into a fabulous question my dear Skylar are either of the books that are out in the world and available and you know in people's hands were either of them nano projects at any point um I think one of the nano projects kind of got um a little overtaken by my recent one the scent of closure Um, I was originally working on something else and 
basically while I was doing nano halfway through, I started putting like side notes into my notes app on my phone. And I had like another story that I kind of wanted to do. And so I had started writing out some of that during nano while I was still trying to work on another project that has still yet to be finished. Um, so like as soon as nano ended, I went straight into like the scent of closure. Um, and I wrote the book like in like a month and a half because I was like, I, I really need to get this out and I really need to write this. So even though it wasn't a nano project, it was kind of like simultaneously and then turned into that. Gotcha. Um, and I can totally see how that happens. I think we all tend to work on something and then it deviates into another thing and then sometimes weaves back and sometimes becomes another thing entirely. And that's just how, especially with nano, things tend to go. Absolutely. Um, and you mentioned The Scent of Closure, which is your latest release. And I'm so sorry. My brain is escaping me. The first book the was titled. There you go. The Young and Weary. <laughs> the Young and Weary. Perfect. Um, and where's the best place to support you and pick up copies for those of us who don't have them like me? Um, definitely Amazon um, for The Scent of Closure. The Young and Weary is available in a few more places. Um, so if you didn't want to do it on Amazon, it's also available online at Barnes & Noble. Um, but definitely I think Amazon's probably the most convenient way to get it um, for both of those. Perfect. And I know um, some authors, especially right now during the pandemic, are doing like um, book plates or signings or things like that. Are you doing anything like that as we edge out of the pandemic? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I have a author event at a local place up in St. George. I had visited them before and it's a couple that actually turned a house into a bookshop. So it's a really like quaint little place. It made my little like reader heart so happy when we visited. Um, and so I like kept in touch with them. And so it was really cool because um, every fourth Saturday of a month, they do an author event with like locals or just different people. Um, and so for July, I'm like the featured author. So I'm gonna be driving down there um, and doing the author event. So I'm really excited about that. That is awesome. You will have to keep us in the loop on um, the name of the shop and all that stuff so we can promote it on our pages. Um, and maybe I'll even make it out. I think that'd be really fun. Get my book. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, keep us in the loop on that. Um, I did not do the same thing Brenna did and ask questions in my stories, but I did get a question in talking about having some authors that I think would be really fitting with your style of writing. Um, and it is from an anonymous asker, but I do want to give it some time if that's okay. Yeah, of course. So, um, they, like I said, it was for any of the, the authors, but I think it's very well suited to you. Um, do you write in scene by scene order or do you write, oh, I have this idea and I really need this to happen. And I know this is my genre. So this has to be included. Like, which is more your style or is it something else entirely? A hundred percent the latter. Um, okay. When I was younger, I definitely, because I've been writing for so long, even if it doesn't turn into like, you know, a published work or anything like that. But when I was younger, I would definitely try to write like, I'm starting chapter one, and I'm going to write all the way to the end. 
And as I've gotten older, that does not work for me anymore. And so both of these books that I have actually released have been extremely chaotic in the writing process. Like I'll have a scene and I have a random character and I have all of this stuff that's jumbled up until basically I collect enough notes and scenes and dialogue and all of that to kind of compile a timeline for things. And then it's like trying to make puzzle pieces end up falling into place. So that's kind of my writing style as of recently. Um, yeah, it's a little chaotic, but it works. As long and as it works, that is amazing. And very true. Exactly. Writing style is so different that just get it on the page is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I know Brenna has some questions for you as well, um, but I have one final one before I hand it over to her. And this is probably the question that I've wanted to ask you since we did our sound check. Like this is a question that I'm super, super excited about, very proud of. Oh, I'm um, excited. And it's silly, but it's fun and it has to do with writing. What um, kind of got you going like, this needs to be out in the world. I'm going to self-publish. What was that? deciding push or factor um especially given that I know um full-length novels are much harder to produce um as self-published at least compared to poetry which is what I do um so I'm very curious what was that final like I need this out in the world um I think at least for for both of them honestly I mean that's always been my dream to have my you know stories and stuff in an actual book where you can hold and read like that's always been my dream um and so I think I had finally for the young and weary at least I had finally completed it and I was like wow I'm like really impressed that you know I went through the whole process I did editing and I didn't give up because before then I tended to you know write you know 50 100 pages and then it would be unfinished and so I was just really proud that I had gotten it all on paper and I went through all of the processes and I had had beta readers and everything like that. And so I was like, no, I think it's ready. Like, this is what I've been waiting for, like my entire life. <laughs> so um, definitely for that one. And then the second one, I think I was processing just things in my own life and circumstances that I was going through. And so I kind of had to channel that into something that... Um, I don't know, that I could kind of visualize. And I, I do that a lot through books and that's my outlet. So for me personally, I just had to get that out. And then I, you know, went through the whole process and I was like, wow, I'm really proud again that like I was able to do that. And it helped me so much that I was like, you never know, like even if it helped one other person, you know? And so that was kind of what got me into publishing The Scent of Closure then too. I love that. And I love that each book has its own story. Personally, I think that's how it should be. Um, and thank you so much. I'm going to pass it over to Brenna. And then we'll pause for sponsors when you get a couple questions in. All right. Uh, so my first question is, since The Young and Weary and The Scent of Closure are pretty different, like, story yeah. and plot wise, I was wondering how you came up with both of them and how you kind of not really made that switch but I think you know what I mean made that yeah switch. yeah definitely um I think it's fair to say that in everything that I do in life I am I will get into a phase 
And then I will stay there and I will hyper fixate on something and become obsessed with it and make it my entire personality. And then after a few months, I will move to the next thing. And that is how I've always been. And so that's how I am even with like reading. Like I go through so many different genres because I can't just commit to one. And I can't even say that like I have like a favorite one, honestly. Um, And so even like my writing, like it has jumped so many different places and I just have to roll with it because, you know, you, you have to really be vibing with whatever you're working on. And sometimes the vibes change. And so I, I definitely am like a big believer in just going wherever you're passionate about. So the young and weary, um, definitely I was wishing that I was in a different time period. And so that definitely, you can kind of see that in the writing. Um, and I just went with it. And then this one was a lot more modern and a lot more, I don't know, sensitive and like emotional in a way, at least for me writing it. Um, and so I was like, you know, this is where I have to be right now. So it's it definitely is different. I like it, it's it's a big switch, but I feel like that's what I needed at the time. And so I just I went with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I no, it's it might be kind of weird but I love how different they are and it really shows that you can switch from genre to genre very fast and I think that is just a really cool thing to have in your pocket as a writer and not to compare you but um like not comparing you at all but one of my favorite authors he is primarily known for poetry but he also writes incredible science fiction like his first science fiction book won a shit ton of awards out of nowhere like nobody was expecting him to do anything that was like substantial writing um which is a literary term not mine I think poetry is also substantial um and so it's really cool to hear that there are other authors out there willing to do that and willing to try it because it can be incredibly rewarding and it can make such a difference to your audience too like maybe they already connect to those other genres or maybe they're like you and they don't necessarily have a favorite so you can reach them at all angles yeah Yeah, definitely (laughs) me and you are on the same wavelength today you are definitely friends (laughs) (laughs) uh so my next question is just kind of a more personal one personal to me, not personal to you. I've always loved book titles and just how, like, the stories of how people came up with specific book titles. So how did you come up with the book titles for The Young and Weary and The Scent of Closure? Oh, so for the, for The Young and Weary, I think I was, I had done, like, a lot of research on how, like, classic book titles kind of played in, and a lot of times there would be a pattern of, like, identifying the subject and then this and this. And so I kind of just went with that because that's what fit the style of writing as well. Um, And so even though like it's set in the past and, you know, it's about teenagers and everything. So I still wanted it to kind of like identify that they, you know, the age group that we're talking about, but then a lot of crap happens to them. And so they actually go through quite a bit. Um, and so I wanted to make that known as well. <laughs> so I just kind of went with that. Um, and then for the sense of closure, I 
genuinely have no idea. I, it was like one of the first things that I ended up writing. Like I, so during Nano, you know, I had like a few different scenes and stuff like that. And when I had like first started putting it into like a document, I had like titled it and I was like, okay, I had very few things to go off of. And I was like, we're just going to throw in this title as like a random, just so like, I know what I'm talking about. And I was like, my goal is closure and I'm doing all of this stuff. And I had like one scene about candles and I was like, the scent of closure, we're just going to go with it. And by the end of the thing, I was like, no, but like this actually works really well. So I'm just going to keep it. Um, so it was kind of spontaneous, but like it was matching the vibe. So it, it ended up working. I was surprised. I feel that the my work in progress was also just a spur of the moment this is what i'm calling it and it has since grown so much more than that (laughs) i love that it's like so cool to see like the different like processes because some people like i know that some wait until like the very end of the book then to title it Mm -hmm. but i feel like sometimes like the spontaneity of just like in the moment like oh this seems like a good title i love when that actually works out so that's awesome yeah definitely my first book was definitely a this is what I want it to be called because this is what I've written so far um and then it slowly evolved and then it came (laughs) back to the original and then it evolved again and went back to the original title so I I get what you mean and I think that again the processes are amazing yeah definitely so let's see is this a good place to pause for our sponsors think so okay um just a reminder because we are still in the welcome back series even though we had a very long gap bear with me um this is still part of the welcome back series we are still getting our feet wet this is a new author and i'm very very excited to have skylar here with us um all the ads you're about to hear are from people that i genuinely love and support i make absolutely no money off this podcast um and i don't know if i ever will again so these are people that i genuinely support and just want to reiterate that you should genuinely support them as well or at least give them a check um on instagram or twitter or whatever else they tell us about so on with the ads hi i'm ian quiet you should follow me on patreon spotify and youtube because i'm making music music videos poetry and more Thank you. Fun fact, I listen to Learning to Fly because it keeps me connected to the creative community of contemporary writers. Also check out my band, Quiet Etc. if you're a fan of chiptune, 8-bit pop, nerdcore, indie rock, and more. Hi, my name is Margaret. And I'm Tiara. And we have a little shop called The Little Safi Shop. You can find us both on Instagram, Etsy, and TikTok. And please continue to follow the Learn to Fly um, podcast by Sincerely Blue Jay. It's nothing but fun, laughter, and nonsense. You're all good. I don't even remember. Go ahead. She was faster than I was ready. So that was Barbara, the Zoom lady. <laughs> um, and we are back from our fabulous ads. Brenna is going to kick off this segment with... Random questions. I that's your new theme song. Hope you like it. Uh, anyways, uh, my first random question is, I guess, a little kind of about your books. Uh, but how do you come up with the names for your characters? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
I thought we had no more book questions. My brain hurts. <laughs> I didn't hear that. But my brain hurts. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for let's see. So for book names, um, I spend a lot of time on Nameberry and like baby, you know, name sites. Yeah. Um, and sometimes sometimes I'll go into like the meaning of the name and if one or I'll be like names that mean da da da. And sometimes I'll find stuff that way or you know, other time I I just you know, type in random categories and different stuff that I'm trying to go for and see what matches the vibe. Um, and it's pretty chaotic. And sometimes their names change like halfway through the book. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like this name for him anymore. And I'll have to switch it, which is just a pain, but it works. I, I actually did that with one of the characters from The Scent of Closure. And I was just like, yeah, it's not working for you anymore. So I had to switch it. Um, so a little chaotic, as you guys can tell, is just my writing style, and that is my brand. But it's fine. It works. Okay. So since you said that, now I have a book question. Damn you, Brenna. Um, <laughs> what do you use to write? Do you handwrite and then put your notes in a document? Do you use a certain program? Like, what is your go-to for physically getting words wherever they live? Um, once again, a little chaotic. So for the most part... Um, I would say Google Docs. That's the one that I typically write in. But randomly, sometimes I think it's a good idea to write things out. Um, for The Young and Weary, I think I wrote like four or five chapters in a journal. Um, so then I transferred all of those and changed stuff up a bit. Um, and then sometimes, though, I lose track of where the journal is. And so it'll be like pieces of, you know, one story and then the other piece of the story is in a different journal so I tend to try to write in one place like on my phone so that it's easily accessible instead of me going through random journals and trying to find a chapter that I wrote you know so I wasn't laughing at you I know that you saw that I was not laughing at you uh my boyfriend gets mad at me because like I said I write poetry which is different and I get that but I'll have two to four journals at any given time <laughs> and he'll be like why can't you just put it all in one and then I'll go to find one that has a specific poem or whatever in it and he's like if you just put them in one and said this is from this day to this day you'd find your shit faster <laughs> um, so I get it I really do no I 100% agree that is exactly how I am I feel you but I wasn't laughing at you I just heard his voice going put it in one no <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself every time I'm trying to find stuff in one of the notebooks. So, no, I'm totally with you. And I mean, it's out of love, both yours to yourself and him to me. But, <laughs> yeah, what works, works. Um, Brenda, did you have more random questions or time for what's near and dear to Skylar's heart? Uh, besides dogs. Sorry, I'm so sorry. He's, like, barking. He's so protective. I don't know what he hears outside right now. <laughs> Like, who are those weird people? Um, are you talking to yourself again? <laughs> Sorry. We, I... <laughs> if you could have any exotic animal as a pet, what would you have? Ooh. Um... I don't know if like a sloth counts as exotic. Like, I don't know why I've always wanted like a sloth as a pet. 
I don't, I feel like if I feel like if you get like wild animals though, then it gets like a little crazy and I don't know. I feel like a sloth would be like really chill and low maintenance, but like still cool at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I you you have like purpose behind that. I like yeah. that. I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, off topic a little bit. Have as a child, did you ever wonder if or did you ever imagine that you could talk to animals? Um I wished I could. Yes, I wanted to, 100%. Just a personal, like, I was just wondering (laughs) about that. (laughs) Um, next. Let's see. What was your weirdest obsession that you've had thus far? If, if you'd like to talk about it. (laughs) Weirdest obsession? You mean, like, related to, like, books or just, like, in general? anything <laughs> me trying to go through all of my phases right now um that's such a difficult question wow what have I been obsessed with all of a sudden everything is gone out of my head well, um, if you to go with, like reading wise or like a specific genre that like you've never thought you'd like before and then ended up loving like anything <laughs> For books, I, like, went, like, really into, like, when I was younger, I reread the whole series of unfortunate events, like, all the time. Like, every few months, I would read, like, all 13 books, which was a little much, but I would just, like, binge them all, and I would do them at the library. I would, like, check all of them out at once and so I'd be carrying I was like you know I don't know 10 and I'm carrying this giant stack of books back home and eventually I was like if I'm gonna keep doing this every few months like I just need to buy the series and I still have never to this day bought in the series and I have no idea why um so book wise like I feel like that's like a really random quirk that and it's I don't know why I'm like just so obsessed with it and like I even got like a ribbon to like tie my hair up like Violet did, but like I had curly hair, like really wild, untamable <laughs> curly hair growing up. And it was very hard to tie back with a single ribbon. So I wasn't doing too great in that department, but definitely that for books, I think. Nice. So um, because we are on a different software than usual, we have about six minutes left. Um and I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to make sure we use that time wisely. Um, but I do love that that is the series you chose. Um, I will admit I've only read the first three books because every time I tried to get book four, it was either out of stock, people wouldn't order it for me, or my library didn't carry it. So I haven't been able to progress. Um, and I have to read things in order if I'm going to read things. So I will get my ass on that now that technology is involved. <laughs> But, Brenna, did, was there anything else we needed to address aside from where to support the lovely Skylar and ways to do so? Um, again, I just want to make sure we use our time wisely because today's been a little weird. No, think so. But, yeah, we can get into where to support. Skylar, is that okay with you? Did we cover everything on your end? Yeah, I believe so. Fabulous. So, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Learning to Fly. Remember that the summer reading challenge is still going until the end of August. And now on to the fabulousness. 
Skyler, my dear, where are the best ways to learn what's going on, how to support you, and all that other lovely newsy jazz? Um, I have a blog, um, SkylarTelly.com, that I try to keep updated with any writing things. Um, and I'm hoping to start doing book reviews on there as well. Um, so you guys can keep updated with what I'm currently reading and my thoughts about those, um, as well as, you know, my personal projects and anything that I have planned. So probably that you can also follow me on my Instagram. Um, I have, it's simply sky where even though I do some other stuff, I do touch on my writing as well. Um, so probably those are the best ways to keep updated with what I'm doing. And as a reminder, the easiest place to get your book is Amazon. But the second one, um, The Scent of Closure, is available on other platforms as well? Uh, yes, it is. Um, if you are wondering what those other platforms are, I highly recommend checking out IndieBound and some of those other lovely places because they'll locate it closer to you or find stores that can order it for you, um, which not only supports Skylar, but supports your local places. And that's always a good thing. Um, and my dear, I know we've asked you a bunch of random questions, but it is tradition to at close the episode with one. So I have one more final one for you, if you're ready and okay with that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Fabulous. So this final random question, if you had to be one type of flower, what kind of flower would you be? And what kind of environment would you prefer to live in? Ooh. That is such a good question. My first thought is to say like a rose because I feel like I'm kind of romantic and kind of just that vibe um, and kind of basic, you know, like that that fits me pretty well, honestly. Um, but, but I feel like that doesn't fit the environment that I'd want to be in. Like if I was a flower, I'd really like to be like a beach flower, like like a weed just like chilling every goddamn environment on the planet they've even do they so you could live anywhere and be a rose okay (laughs) well we can go with that if I can be like a rose like by a beach or something like that that would be like sick that'd be really cool excellent I love that answer (laughs) I really do that's really that's you that is you (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you agree Alrighty, and also remember to check out Brenna at Rose Colored Books on Instagram. All the links will be in the episode description. And it is not too late to sign up for the Learning to Fly Summer Reading Challenge. You can do so on any of your social medias, tagging Brenna and I and using that LTF Summer Reading hashtag. We yes. have cool things planned. We do. We have cool things planned. We have prizes in the works and we have bookmarks and postcards and other fabulous jazz. So get your ass on that. We'll see you soon. And thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. Tomorrow we'll be back with more nonsense. Mm-hmm.